do I still have to redact it, even though you guys are on record? It's called TFSCI. I think I'm a little nicer in real life than I am on Twitter. It's not hard. Welcome to Unredacted. I am your co-host, Emily Brandwin, CIA spy girl on Twitter. And I'm here with my co-host, Philippe Reines. Hey, Philippe. Hello, everybody. And today we have a very, very special guest that I want everybody to listen to and support. We are talking to Phil Arbalo, who is running against Devin Nunes. Boo, hiss. <laughs> I think we can all agree with that. I was coming up with slogans for you, Phil, and mine was... Devin Nunes, he's awful. Does that work for you? That's uh, not far from the truth. So, yeah, of course. <laughs> that would, I'm sure a lot of people in the 22nd would agree. We already secured www.devinnunesisawful.com. Hey, man, <laughs> uh, I'm sure somebody is going to after they hear this uh, run out and buy it, try to buy that. <laughs> I, I'm, I will throw my support behind it. And I just see like everybody with like their shoulders shrugging, just going, he's awful. Mm-hmm. Well, you're in very good company. What we've been trying to do over here at Unredacted is give voice and give platform for people who are running against these like gang of idiots. We've talked to J.D. Shulton, who was running against Steve King, Jamie Harrison running against Lindsey Graham. We just talked to Phil Ur, who's running against Matt Gates, And we had to talk to the guy who is going to dethrone Devin Nunes, and that is you. You need to take him down. Well, that's obviously the goal here uh, in uh, November is to uh, send him uh, back to his farm in Iowa. <laughs> he, you grew up in Fresno. This is this is your home, the Central Valley. This is you. You understand the community, and you. This is really this is who you are, and giving back for you. What was it that was it? Just seeing Devin Nunes and just seeing his idiocy that you know, compelled you to run or was it something that you always sort of had in your mind to do? No, absolutely not. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I'm a Latino. I'm a, I grew up as a young Mexican boy here in the central Valley. And that's not a lot of, we don't aspire to run for president. A lot of us and, uh, you know, run for, for public office, especially, uh, this high, uh, Devin Nunes has been the Congressman here in the 22nd since I, my first year in uh, college back in 2002. Actually, uh, I think that might have been my second year in college here at Fresno State. And, um, you know, not a lot has changed here. And I think I, I, I'm a, I, I went to school. I, I had to work my way through school full time. I, I'm a regular guy. I worked those minimum wage jobs here in the Central Valley. Um, I'm very, very, very uh, lucky to uh, be in this position. I, I never thought I'd have an opportunity like this. I, I, I was raised by a single parent here in the Central Valley. My mom, unfortunately, my, my sister and I, we lost our father to substance abuse issues when we were young. So, uh, you know, it was really up to us to take care of ourselves. My sister being younger was always with my mom. So I was, uh, I was what they called the latchkey kid, the, the kid that grew up um, and had to really fend for himself at home and and, and learn how to provide for himself because mom was out working uh, late nights. 
And um, after I graduated, I was the first in my family to graduate uh, Fresno State here, um, or, or college, period. Um, I, li I worked a little bit here in the Valley, and I, and I actually moved away for a few years. Uh, and that's where I met my beautiful wife, Cynthia, and we had our first child, on, uh, my son, Andres. And after that, we moved, uh, we, we moved back to Fresno because we wanted to be closer to family and friends. It was, it was tough being in a city where there, you didn't have a lot of family uh, or friends. So we came back. We wanted to have the support. We were looking for the you know, support. Um, and, of course, it, it, we had a lot of opportunity here. I did in my business that I opened here in financial services. Uh, so we really, uh, we really wanted to make sure that we were invested in this, in this city when we came back. And for me, I've always tried to be involved in the community, no matter where I, I was. And when I came back, uh, Devin Nunes was still our congressman. <laughs> and of course, not a lot had changed in the Central Valley or in Fresno. And I wanted, I made it a point when we moved back uh, about five years ago now um, to get involved. Uh, you know, I sit on two committees here for the city of Fresno. Uh, I'm active in the business community for my business, uh, and I'm a, I'm a board member with the Central California Hispanic Chamber of Commerce. So I really want to get involved, and I really want to make this a special place for my children. And that's really why I'm running, uh, because not a lot has changed. And I, want to, I, am, I am committed to, to, to crafting the best life uh, possible for my children here in the Central Valley. So that's really why I'm running, um, and no for, no, for no other reason than to make sure that this place is a, is a different place. When my children grow up, they move away and they come back. They have better opportunities, and uh, they can really take pride in the Central Valley like, like I have. I, I love this place, and I believe in the Central Valley we have a ton of potential um, that, we need to, um, that we need to work together to unlock. And unfortunately, with this uh, representative that we do have in Congress right now, he's not interested in that at all. He's, he's more interested in uh, himself and protecting this president, as we've seen uh, in these impeachment hearings. He's pretty much MIA most of the time, right? Uh, pretty much as kind, I would say. <laughs> I would say not at all. Uh, we don't. Uh, and that's one of the I think one of the reasons. I mean, I just don't know the guy. You know, people ask me, do you know him? You know, I, I've never I've never met him. I've never seen him in, in town uh, when he does come back to the Central Valley, as we've seen last uh, in the in the middle of this year in June on the recess. He came back to sue people. Uh, oh, that's, and that's nice. Not what you usually do as that's, that's not what you usually do as a representative. Right. You usually come back and hold a town hall, something he hasn't done in about 11 years. Uh, you, you take those meetings with local leaders, you, you, you mingle in the community, you go out to the stores and, and you meet your constituents. Uh, but he comes back and you know, first thing he did was go on local, uh, our local news channel here and announced he was gonna uh, be, um, he, he announced he was going to uh, release three to five more lawsuits. I mean, what member of Congress does that? Devin Nunes. He's suing a really, cow I mean, on Twitter. He's, exactly. He's suing a cow, and then he comes home and he says, I don't like how you treated me last year in the cycle because I almost lost the seat. And so now I'm going to sue the people who who talk bad about me. And then after that, I'm going to sue some other people, and I'm going to sue the press because I don't like how everybody said I'm not present and I'm not a farmer. And we know he's not a farmer here in the Central Valley. Everybody 
knows that he, he, there's no secret that he's not a farmer he's barely human uh, so <laughs> go ahead i just said he's barely human he's barely i i wouldn't even be able to call him that but continue sorry yeah no exactly but I, like i would like i was saying that's not something that your congressman does is is come back and and sue people and of course he hasn't and when he does come back I, it's usually to his uh, the the Tulare County where he grew up. That's uh, where he. I believe that's maybe where a little bit of his family still is. Whether it's his wife and his children, I think they still have a place down there. Um, but he he rarely comes to the most populous city, which is Fresno, where I live. This is the fifth largest city in the state of California, and he represents about he represents about half of it uh, population rise. And when he does come to Fresno. It's under the cover of darkness to have a, a fundraiser somewhere, uh, or it's to about two or three cushy spots that he knows he can get away with going in there with a friendly crowd, or the or the place is closed completely, uh, and he can have his pri- uh, his private um, lunch or dinner, and then he goes on the conservative radio s- station here. So it's very, very, it's very, very uh, calculated when he comes to the city of Fresno. Uh, and that's why we just need a representative who is present, who is invested. This is a place where, you know, my family, and my wife and I are going to be raising our kids. I got a five-year-old. I have a one-year-old. And uh, we're not going anywhere for a very, very long time. And I think it's important to have um, that, that sort of representation and that sort of perspective uh, from your member of Congress. Well, I hope you're actually, you don't stay around. I hope you do go to D.C. because you win. And so uh-huh. I do well, that, hope yeah, I, I hope you do a little goal. bit of a move, but you know, <laughs> is there any yeah, chance? Well, I was going to say, no, is there any chance of you guys actually? I'm I'm sure the answer is no, but of him of you actually having a debate and having him actually do it in Fresno, where there's going to be a real dialogue that you could have, and the community can take part in that. You 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 answer that yourself. I'm just no, gonna say no. Not it's that's, not. That's 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 never gonna happen. I don't know what it's gonna take for that to happen. And even I I think even if everything goes uh you know five by five and we're we're we're, we're pulling in everything we can and the the polling looks wonderful and, and everything we get the blue another blue wave next year. I don't think you'll see it. And I think the, one of the reasons is, is is he's not interested in what's happening here. He's more interested in his image. And he talks a lot about prime time. I don't know if you've noticed that in these impeachment hearings. He talks a lot about ratings and prime time, what, something he's focused on. Um, that's his focus as a representative. And we know that he's just waiting for the right time to leave his seat to cut that big mega million dollar deal with Fox News. Uh, so there's no, there's no reason to, for him to, uh, to debate me because he wants to keep that in his notes. He doesn't want to be seen with you know, Democrats and, and, and mingling with them, you know, God forbid. <laughs> Phil, I don't, I don't, I don't think you're giving uh, Nunez enough credit. I mean, I don't think you realize just how hard it is, how much time and energy it takes to be as big of a jackass as he is day in, day out. I, I don't think that just comes naturally. I think he works at it. I think he really takes it seriously, and he tries to outdo himself every day. And it really is kind of amazing that he is a bigger jackass today than yesterday. Um, uh, how much time are you spending watching the hearings? Because, boy, is he setting new records, and he's getting his head handed to him, not just by uh, Adam Schiff. And that watching the two of them, it's almost painful to, to just the sheer disdain between them. And you just—Adam Schiff is one of these— 
He's like the dad that's incredibly quiet until <laughs> until he explodes. And uh, you know, Nunez was made the mistake of trying to go head to head with Dr. Fiona Hill and that did not end well for him. Yeah, you can you can see the difference. Um not only like just as a statesman, uh he's very arrogant, he's very disrespectful to these people. Um, and whether he's working at that or not, I, I, I mean, it, it, he, this could just be who he's always been. And now he just, with the election of Donald Trump, now he was able to have that soundboard, uh, the okay to say, hey, this is actually who I am. Uh, I've always thought these things. I've always felt, I've always felt like this. Uh, but this now I have a soundboard. Now I have the okay uh, to feel and to say these things. And it's it is terrible. I, as I tell people. Devin Nunes is not a, a, he he does not represent us in many ways. Not only is he here, but he's he's not reflective of what we are here in the Central Valley. Um, he this is a, a guy who was who was born into wealth. A, a, you know, a, was raised on a dairy farm here in Tulare County. You know, he got his he got his way paid through school um, uh, on the coast here at San Luis Obispo bachelor's degree and master's degree came back to the valley to run he did one term for us um the the junior college out in visalia and i don't even know if he finished out that term before he ran for congress so this is something everything has been always so easy for Devin, and for myself for my wife and for the tens of hundreds of thousands of people here in the central valley that is a that's not the case that is not the norm and I believe that my story, my background, and the way we're going to go ahead and get our message out is just let people know that I am one of them. Uh, and, and this guy is not a reflect, uh, doesn't reflect our values here in the Central Valley anymore. And I'm hoping that people uh, – and, and that wh that's why it's discouraging that this guy is at the front and center of this uh, impeachment hearing because it just sheds a terrible light on us here in the Central Valley in the 22nd Congressional District. And we just need to do, we just need to crack one more egg to make that omelet and, and get this guy um, uh, and get this guy out of office. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think anyone um, takes Devin Nunes to be a reflection, anyone other than Devin Nunes. Um, <laughs> obviously though, the district would be so much better served by someone like you. And again, you know, he, he only won by 12,000 votes in 2018 and the district uh, is trending blue, and it seems like it's ripe to be flipped, especially since you've got nearly 23% of the district with no party preference. And, you know, one of the things, like he's never been a statesman, like you said. He's never been uh, cool, dignified, smart, dedicated to the cause, whatever the cause is. But there is a difference between uh, November 2018 and now he he had been in, in the, served in the minority before, but you can see how much of a fish out of water they all are, particularly him uh, being in the minority. They just don't know what to do and they resort to the stunts and it makes them look even worse. So, I, you know, the Devin Nunes that you're running against is uh, even worse than the Devin Nunes that was reelected and that hopefully is a benefit to you because he's showing his, you know, his true colors and it's not going to get better 
in the next year. It's just going to get worse because when the, you know, when the hearings are over on the House side, he's going to live on Fox because that that's all that's going to matter. That's all Trump is. Mm-hmm. They're all going to want to kill themselves to be on Fox. Mm-hmm. Well, I think he has a standing appointment every day on Fox. I'm sure he, he can get in and, and I'm sure he has a key card to the building if he wanted to. <laughs> Uh, to go in and out, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he, I'm sure he does that. But you're, you know, you're right about the district. You're right about the way it's trending, and, and you know, I know what it's like. I mean, it's, it's funny that you talk about uh, minority. We're just talking about political minorities, but uh, I am in the minority. Uh, I am a minority candidate, so to speak, in, in the sense that I am a Latino candidate. But we are now the majority in this district. Uh, it is 49% Hispanic. Uh, so it is a minority majority district, and I am I am looking forward to breaking down some walls and some barriers uh, to being um, not only uh, the first Democrat ever elected to this district, but the first Latino candidate, uh, Latino or Latina, to ever represent the Central Valley uh, as a member of Congress. And that I know that's a lot surprising to a lot of people, uh, but we've never had a, a Latino or Latina represent um, the district here in the uh, Central Valley now. There are a lot of uh, surnames um, that that may that are similar, but they are of Portuguese descent. Nunes, we have Costa, we have um, uh, we had Valadeo as well. Um, but I am I am I am proud to be from the, from from this community. It's my community. It's where I grew up, uh, and we have a real chance to make history. And everything, like you said, is uh, trending in the right direction. And that's why he's scared. That's why he's raised so much more money than uh, than anyone, than any House uh, Republican incumbent so far. You know, his last reporting, he was at $7 million, and he's already running in this district. He's got his television ads for his fake podcast. He's got his ma- mailers going out. Um, so he, it's, not, it's no secret that he's scared and he is running, but like Devin Nunes always has done his entire life, is just throw money at things. And that's what he's hoping that he can do. Let me just throw a lot of money at it and make it go away. But we're not going to go away. We're going to be here. Our message is going to be out there. And we are, this is a true grassroots campaign uh, that we need uh, help with, you know, Uh, and I encourage people to go to fillourbio.com and make those, uh, you know, those donations uh, because we're not taking money from special interest or, um, or those corporations that have uh, bought and paid their way into Washington. Well, it's it's important to do that. I think so many of us, and I've we've said it before, who don't live in districts like the Devon News or the Steve Kings, and we go, well, what can we do? You know, I I live in L.A. and it's a we're in a pretty mm-hmm. safe district. It's a it's a it's a safe space for people like us, but we want to do something. We want to help, and so this is the way to do it. It's helping candidates like you and going to the website, giving, donating, and amplifying your voice and your message. And that's what we can do as a community to make sure that we don't have to have Devin Nunes again obstructing justice and making it so you know our country's in the toilet that it's going let's, down. Let's spell out the, uh, the website just in case yes. people can't sound it out. www.phil.com. P-H-I-L, our bio, A-R-B-A-L-L-O dot com. Did I get that right, Phil? Yeah, well. Yes, you got it right, yes. <laughs> Absolutely got it right. And your handle is at Phil, our bio, 2020. So you can also visit Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that as well to get all the happenings and updates from you and your and your team. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you hear most uh, when you meet people? 
Uh, well, first of all, they're, uh, they're, they're surprised that uh, we're taking another crack at them. <laughs> uh, I think that's one of the, the biggest things is, uh, you know, there was a lot of, oh, man, Democrats spent a lot of energy last year uh, around this nation, and especially right here in the Central Valley. And I think a lot of people got a little bit of fatigue. Um, and they thought, you know, this we were going to concede the seat again, and uh, or at least concede it. But there's a lot of people who are like, you know, thank you for running. Uh, we need to get him out of there. He doesn't represent us. There's a lot of thanks. Um, I don't see it as that. You know, I, I just I'm I'm just doing what I believe is right, uh, especially for my for my children, and in turn for the communities here in the Central Valley. But they're they're surprised that we're doing it again. But they're thanking me for doing it again because they understand how terrible of a congressman and such a uh, he is now a black eye here and nobody wants to talk about it the, the elephant in the room and he's just being so bad uh they just don't want to talk politics because they know we're going to bring up devin nunez and it's like ah we just don't want to hear anything about that guy because he's terrible but it's like you've got to hear about him because you have to understand why he's terrible and why we're going to defeat him and and why i'm the best uh fit for the next to be the next representative for this district so we're we're hearing that a lot and also we're just we're just hearing that they just want a representative who is um who is uh accessible uh we we have a lot of we have a lot of issues here in the central valley that mirror the entire nation the difference between us and the entire nation, though, is that we just don't we we have a representative who's abdicated his throne here, um, uh, so to speak, in and all his duties. So we just need someone to just to just talk to, um, so that we can we can have those conversations. We can be at the table. That's that's most important here is that we're at those tables uh, with the majority, uh, having those having those conversations on how we're gonna. We're going to get, um, you know, access to, to clean water uh, in the Central Valley, uh, clean air um, for for clean air policies. We're going to, you know, come to the table together and, and talk about how we achieve a comprehensive immigration reform, how we're going to bring uh, good-paying jobs back to the Central Valley, and how to make sure that everyone not only keeps their health care, but um, we're expanding um, health care so that everybody in this country and in this district has access and has affordable uh, health care. So they just we need to be at this. We need to be at the table. And right now, Devin Nunes does not. Uh, he doesn't want a seat at that table. He he he'd rather like I like I said, he'd rather have a seat in a nice air conditioned uh, Fox News studio on television. Well, how has he raised seven million dollars? Is a tremendous amount of money, especially this far mm -hmm. out. How much of that is coming from outside the district? Well, it's not a wealthy district, and we know that. Uh, it's one of the most impoverished districts in uh, in all of the United States, and uh, the 22nd is, is is not a wealthy district. So, yeah, he is. He's pulling his money from from all over this country with those big fundraisers. I believe I saw his next one is in like South Carolina. I mean, or North Carolina. It's one of the Carolinas, I believe. Uh, he goes to different. He goes to Iowa to to, to fundraise where his you know his family farm is now. So he he goes everywhere but here to to show his you know to to show that he cares. Uh, so it is, and it's from big corporations. Those big those big farmer those big you know corporate farms uh, that that uh, that dominate the Central Valley, um, and just big corporations overall, pharma, you name it. Um, he's taking all those corporate uh, those corporate PAC money, uh, and and we're not. And they understand that he is. 
unfortunately for, for President Trump, his last line of defense um, in the House. Uh, he's going to stand tooth and nail with him. He's going to be right there. And there's a lot of people willing to give him a lot of money. And there's a lot of people invested in the success of Devin Nunes uh, for, for as much money as they put into his campaigns throughout the years. And they're not going to stop now. Uh, but it's not going to take seven, ten, twelve million dollars to win this seat. Um, it's going it, to it, it's going to take a lot, but it's not going to take that. He knows that he's just taking the money. He's already, you know, he's already marking his calendar and and, and re you know remeasuring his drapes for for the for, for 2020. He has no respect uh, for our campaign like last year's opponent. Uh, so he's going to he's hoping to pocket a lot of that money for his next run. Uh, in 2022, but you know, I, like I said, I, I I hate to say it, and you know, you know, tell him, but that that's not happening. <laughs> when it was all said and done, how much did uh, Andrew Jans raise last year versus, uh, and how much did they spend? Was it was it close? Uh, or? I think it was. I think it was nine over nine million. I think he spent really almost all of it. Well, wow. I think he had to. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and and the difference, and and what I, I want to stress is that one of the reasons that Andrew, you know, wasn't able to to go that last mile was uh, time. So he had a, you know, he had a he had the the first election that was held uh, in the middle of June, and when he when he when he passed that, um, then all his money came in. But unfortunately, it was like the last. It was it was in the eleventh hour, September October August September October, uh, and he made a ton of money. Uh, but what we're trying to do, and, and I'm encouraging people to do, is get in now. Um, I, I hate to sound like that salesman, like get in now, you know, <laughs> make that investment now. But that's what it really is. It's an investment into our campaign and the people of the Central Valley. But um, we, we are asking for all the help we can get now so that when we do uh, hit that general election, uh, we have everything that we need and then some. We are we have outpaced Andrew already in our fundraising and our support. Um, so we're, we're, we're on a very good path uh, to make this happen. And again, it's not going to, it's not going to take nine to $10 million to win this district. It is a very low cost media market, but we need to have, it, it's still going to take millions and we need to have enough to get our message out there to let the people know this, you know, this is in your best interest. You need to vote for me. Has, has Jan's had, uh, any interesting advice to you or, you know, oh. 2020 hindsight from his own race. <laughs> I think Andrew just. I, I, I think Andrew. And, and, you know, I love Andrew, uh, and I'm I'm proud and happy to have his endorsement on my campaign since day one uh, here here on my campaign. And you know, Andrew just said, "Look, I I, I I believe that you're the best fit for this district, and and um, to be our be our next representative." But just go out there and be yourself. You know, I, that, you know, I got to know him last year in his campaign, and we, we really clicked uh, on, on a lot of levels, not only, you know, I, ideology, but just uh, on, a, on a personal level and a, a family level. And he's like, dude, you're, you're, you're going to be – you're the best fit for this district. You checked a lot of boxes that I couldn't and, um, and go out there and win this thing, but just be yourself and, and have a lot of fun with it. And that's what I'm trying to do. Just be myself, have a lot of fun with it, and be true to who I am and why I'm really running. And, again, that's for my family. That's for my the future of my children here in the Central Valley. And this really is a two-man race. Uh, uh, um, I'm really a, a, a buy one, get one free because my wife, she is, she is everything to me, especially this last couple of months. 
Um, she, she really, 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 uh, keeps me level-headed. She really is my, my cheerleader and my champion. And she's the one who encouraged me at the very, you know, I was like, I was waiting for her last vote <laughs> to do this <laughs> and she believes in me. And I just have to remember that, that, that that's, you know, that she believes in me. And that's really all that matters is, is her believing in me, which makes me feel really good and confident. And, and in turn, um, uh, we're able to project a strong and confident campaign and making others uh, believe in, in in me and this campaign and that we can really do this in 2020. And she uh, she teaches out of college. Yeah, she's a uh, she's an instructor in Spanish at one of the the local community colleges. She's actually as we speak doing that right now. We still we still have day jobs. You know, I, I still have a job that I'm trying to uh, trying to keep up with. Uh, you know, in order to to, to brought to provide for the family and and of course she's helping out as well so we're just regular folk regular people just wanting to make a difference uh in 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 our community i'm hopeful that people will see that it was so close last time that all the people mm-hmm. who didn't vote who thought that jans was going to win will now realize that they need to get out and vote and that that small margin will be the motivation to get people out there because to 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 what you said that you know show the real you i think now we've seen the real devin i don't think i mean to philippe's point he continues to be an asshole and just every day it's it's new bounds of assholishness that he you know shows us but we're seeing the real person and i think i think that's going to be helpful motivation and also it'll show people they really need to get out and do it because that's a small small margin yeah five and a half points um was it, it's not it's not a giant hurdle and i think no. you know that's why this is a uh, targeted district by a lot of a lot of organizations including uh the dccc um they believe that uh we can flip this district and i'm the best i i'm, I'm gonna i'm the best representative and, and candidate to do that uh you know we've had endorsements from uh members of congress already and um and the latino um, and, the, and the Hispanic caucus. So, you know, we're, we're super excited that now this is a radar. I know this is was a plus nine Trump district uh, in 16, but it's not performing like that anymore. He is underwater in California. The more he, he pisses people off uh, in California by talking bad about us and, and, and the governor going after him and him telling us that we're just terrible people over here. Um, and, and in Devin Green. I mean, Devin is a congressman from the state of California. <laughs> And he just has nothing good to say about it. So, you know, it is a small margin, 12,000 votes. It's not a lot. It is basically uh, just grabbing, um, you know, making sure that our Hispanic and our Latino population comes out and votes the way that they need to in record numbers. I don't even know if they have to come out in record numbers to to, uh, to, to flip this seat. Uh, and we need a good, strong pull from the no party preference out here as well. The, the so-called independent vote, the 23 um that was mentioned, uh, the 23 percent that was mentioned earlier. So it, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, voting blocks to pull from, and we where we know with Devin, Devin has, has plateaued. There's not a lot uh, to pull from here uh, from Devin Nunes in the 22nd. Uh, registration for Republicans is is falling way behind Democrats and no party preference. So uh, we have a lot of positive things going for us, and we're just, you know, uh, we, we need to get those voting blocks out. And I believe that they're going to be enthusiastic, not only about me um, in my campaign, but hopefully uh, our 2020 presidential uh, nominee as well. So, you know, 
there's one thing that I always say to people who are thinking about running for Congress who are running for Congress, which is, you know, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> you may get it. <laughs> I mean, do, do you look at Washington and just, I mean, grimace at what you'd be walking into? Um, because it's, uh, you don't, you don't need us to tell you it's, it's, it's a mess. And it, you're basically, you never stop running. Uh, I mean, you're, People don't realize how hard what you're doing is. Uh, and like you said, you have day jobs and you're expected to raise millions of dollars. And, you know, even if people give you the maximum $2,800, that's still a lot of different $2,800 checks. And, you know, you're flying back and forth. Clearly, you are the kind of person that would really make a point of spending a lot of time with your constituents and flying back. And, and you have two small children. I don't. I don't get people like you. Like, don't listen what? to Philippe. Still run, run. It, it, it's it's like a very. It's an honorable insanity. Yeah, uh, I don't know what to tell people. I've never done this before. First time candidate, right? Um, I just, I just wanted to. I was happy with my committee assignments for the city of Fresno and the board member uh, making a difference in in those ways. And, but. In a lot of ways, you know, I was talking about this with my wife the other night. It seems like my entire life has kind of filtered into this into this run here. Uh, I developed a deep love for this country when I was a, a kid. You know, as I, as I said before, I grew up uh, uh, as a latchkey kid a lot of the times on my own. Um, and I, I, I watched a lot of, you know, I was, I was watching my, my, you know, my heroes on, on television. I'm a musician. So I watched a lot of music videos on MTV when they had MTV, when they had music on MTV. Uh, I, I wanted to be a, a rock star or a musician and I still am to this day. I, I, I can still play. And, you know, I, what do you play? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I play guitar. I, I'm, a, I'm a guitar player, you know, just nice little singer songwriter stuff on the, on the, on the guitar. Like who, who would you, <laughs> you know, model? I, I, Wait a minute. Let's go back. Uh, Phil. Let's go back a little bit. You both of us, like our eyes perched, were like, "What?" So, like, who did you have a band in high school? And what I had was a band in college? What was the band's yes, name? I had a band in, oh, it was uh, it was a cheesy name. It was called The Perfect Number. Well, of course, anybody can find it. Yeah. Of course, it's a cheesy <laughs> name. Cheesy. Every college terrible. band had a cheesy name. Did yeah, uh, it was terrible? Who were you guys like? Who did you do your own original so, stuff always, or did you cover? Uh, yeah, so. Yeah, so oh god, I can't believe we're gonna talk about this. Okay. Oh yes, so, we're gonna talk uh, about this, Phil. You might, so you know, I, Phil, you got to get your skeletons out of the closet now before the Nunes yeah, campaign well, starts running hey, well, ads of no, you performing. Look, no, it's it's fine. It, it, it's okay. No, I, I I'm a musician. I learned how to play the guitar, and my heroes were were Cat Stevens, uh, Sting and the Police, okay. uh, Dave Matthews, uh, and Alanis Morissette. But I really uh, fell in love with uh, with Dave Matthews' playing style. So I'm a big Dave fan, and uh, I learned like as many Dave songs as I could on the guitar, and that's how I developed the skill. And then I, I met some friends who, uh, you know, one one played one instrument, the other one played the other. We got together, we played some Dave covers, and then eventually we we got into our own stuff. So uh, it was really fun. I had a really good time at it. And uh, but when you have children, a lot of things changes. <laughs> you don't have time to do that anymore. Uh, and, uh, and you but, said um, you said I you have a one year old. That's my passion. You, you have a one year old. I have a one year old. Yeah. Wow. As if you weren't crazy enough. I, well, I also have I have a five year old as well. 
Yeah, but the five-year-old, I assume, you know, you're used to it. <laughs> Boy, yeah, boys yeah, or no, girls? My one, yeah, my one-year-old, I, I don't even. Yeah, she's she's wonderful. She's, you know, <laughs> she's she's our whole world. Uh, but yeah, she can. She, you know, she she could. Uh, she 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 tests you, and she's uh, she's all over the place right now. But I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that for the world. And and again, that this is why I'm doing it. Really, you know, this is. I got to make sure that that she grows up in a in a safe environment. I don't want her, you know. I don't know how much can change in five years, but I don't want her to be, you know, practicing those active shooting drills at her elementary school yeah. like my son is doing right now. Uh, so if we can change anything when I'm in when I'm in Congress, of course that would be uh, a, a big step for us in the right direction. Um, you got to yeah, you got to take her out on the trail with you. You got to take her out. You got to take her out on the trail with you. Oh, of course. Uh, it's tough. It's really, really tough because one-year-olds, their uh, their attention span and, of course, their needs uh, come a lot before dad's needs and mom's needs. And it is it is it is really, really tough. But, uh, no, she's been out there. You know, we had our grand opening uh, of our office a few weeks ago here in Fresno. And she was she was she was the highlight. She was front and center while I was, you know, talking and Andrew was talking. She was right there. Right, right there in the limelight. So well, a I'm cute, sure a cute one-year-old, a cute one-year-old is got to be worth five and a half points, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to milk it for all I can. Of course, <laughs> is that a, is that a Devon cow? Joke? I was gonna say, is that a Devon cow? Uh, a Devon cow, what? You you said uh, you're gonna milk it. We were wondering if that oh, was an intentional. Not, yeah. no, that's not, I I didn't mean to, but that sounds actually that's that's probably pretty good. Do you follow <laughs> Devin? Do you follow the Devin Cow on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're you know, my first endorsement was Andrew Jan. That's pretty my great. second endorsement was Devin Cow. <laughs> I love Devin's cow so much. I interact with him. I mean, he's Me very too. funny. Very. I, we DM. No. It's I delightful. Um, and I, she is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. She's she is great. Uh, she helps. Us Wait, out hold a lot, on a second. Word. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> they. Oh, uh, it's Devin Cow. Ixnay on I'm, the gender. A. We'll be gender oh, specific. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I just think of a cow. I think of a female. Because that's all I'm, that's all I'm saying, right? I mean, because there's is, otters right? and there's cows. That's right. exactly. It's not. It's not Devin Bull. Exactly. <laughs> it's not Devin Fool. Uh, now I guarantee somebody will probably make that. Now. <laughs> Absolutely. There'll be, there'll be a special Devin Fool. So wasn't one of the accounts that he sued also Devin's mom? mom? Because the best part of that was yes, in the correct. in the lawsuit, it kept saying, you know, and Devin's mom said he's pretentious. Devin, and, it, and it didn't put Devin's mom in quotations. It, was just like, <laughs> it just, it was like an entire lawsuit of Devin's mom hates Devin's him. mom thinks yeah. I suck. <laughs> It was pretty amazing. <laughs> well, how th- I know she's disappointed in Devin. Just as we all are. I mean, just think of yeah, how thin-skinned absolutely. you are to have to sue a Twitter account. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and that's and that's what I go back to, you know, Devin not having to work for uh, anything pretty much his entire life. And he feel, he, I, I really believe he feels in, in, entitled to this seat, and I think that's what you're— you see in these um, these uh, hearings is a, a lot of smugness, a lot of arrogance, a lot of uh, a lot of I'm bad Devin Nunes. Who are you, a lot of who are you? And I'm entitled to this seat, and nobody's going to take it away from me unless I'm 
I'm willing to give it up. And if you do come after me and I only win by five and a half points, somebody's going to pay. It is a bullying tactic. It is a, it is right out of the Donald Trump um, yep. playbook. Um, but we, we are, we are, we are not easily deterred here. We, we fight here in the Central Valley well, for everything, being, and, and I think he's going to find out. He's being exposed in a way that he hasn't before, because for the you know the last two years, the Republicans in the House have obviously been just maniacal, but they haven't had to face their their targets. You know, they've been they were attacking Bob Mueller relentlessly. They were attacking mm-hmm. all sorts of people that didn't fight back, and now when you see them in these hearings. They are just naked, and it is clear that they can't hold their own going toe-to-toe on any level, whether it is intellectually, whether it is on the merits, whether it is trying to convince people. And, you know, I mean, I don't know how many of his constituents and your future constituents are watching these hearings, but there's no way at the end of today someone watched him uh, and how he conducted himself— and think more highly of him than when they woke up or be proud of who he is because he's getting his ass kicked every day and it's being you know it, it's, it's something as simple as he can't think on his feet like there are things that he he, he just has a tick where he keeps saying the same you know three or four mm-hmm. things but he is not adaptable he can, he cannot adapt to what's happening in front of him, and it's really apparent. I mean, hopefully, you should just run ads of, of like, the hearing. <laughs> I was going to say, it's everything looks like a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Every time they show a clip of his <laughs> facial expression, I always have that music in my background. And I was thinking, I'm like, if you just need clips of him with that bad, bad pinstripe suit, I think it would do wonders. Oh, man. Yeah, he's... Yeah, it, like I said, I, I think... I, I'm hoping that... Look, we have. I know a lot of people in the Central Valley have better things to do than than spend, you know, six hours a day watching these hearings, um, um, because they're not paid to do it. They're 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 paid to put, you know, to do to do a task to put food on the table. But I I am hoping that maybe at some point in somebody's day they do see uh, his 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 attitude towards this whole process. It's like he doesn't even want to be there. It's like, what are you doing there then? Like, don't. Don't be a member of Congress if you don't want to do your job. This is literally written in the Constitution. You say you're a constitutionalist or you, or you, you know, a fundamentalist on, when it comes to the Constitution. Take it, take it seriously. And and I know he doesn't. And okay. again, he feels entitled. He's pandering to a base uh, that is shrinking. He understands he's got to stay on point for these people in order for him to raise money and and to get enough votes. Uh, but again, these the votes are going away. Uh, the money might still be there because it's a broader base, but his votes here in the 22nd, we we saw last year, uh, people are ready for him to go. He didn't win by 25, 30 points. He won by five points, and that was the that was his issue with these lawsuits. I'm I, I don't lose by five points. I I win by 25, 30 points. So how dare you come after me and question who I am, question uh, my my uh, my my occupation and um, almost kicked me out of this office. Because remember, he's been, uh, he's been there for like almost, what, 19 years now? Or I think we're on 17, actually. He, um, he, he doesn't know anything else. This is his paycheck. And uh, he's, he's, he's afraid to lose it. But uh, in, the way, in the same way, I don't think he is, because he'll make that deal with Fox News. Yeah. He'll make millions more. And um, I just think he's trying to get to that magic, uh, that magic retirement marker for members of Congress, the 20-year mark. 
uh, and he's almost there. But let's let's get him out of there before before he hits that. You know, everyone always talks about how nothing sticks to Trump and he gets away with everything, and that's an understatement, and that might continue on the rest of his life. But, mm-hmm. you know, history also shows that the people around him tend to suffer. And Nunes in particular strikes me as someone, this is not going to have a happy ending for him. No. And hopefully that comes at the hands of you taking his seat. But mm-hmm. I, I would not be surprised by anything in the next year and a half if he just wakes up and says, I've had enough of this. Uh, you know, it's, it's definitely a Jason Chaffetz effort to it. The, the thing that I, I think he what for a while, he really wanted to be pulled into the cabinet, but that guy's not getting he's not gonna getting nominated. He's not getting confirmed no, by no. anybody. Yeah, no, and he's again. He he's still running here with his ads and his podcast, and he's. He, we have no reason to believe that he is going to retire. Now, I know some things that sh- came to light last night and this today yep. uh, with the the Giuliani people. Um, I don't know if that will be enough to take him out and for him to resign or say, you know what, I'm not going to seek re-election next year, because he believes he's as strong as 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 as, um, as the president, and that nothing's gonna nothing's going to ha- affect him. And maybe he he wants to just try. And, and I, I don't I don't see him even conceding next year. I think it's going to pull a uh, uh, you know what was that gentleman in Kentucky, a Bevins. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's going to pull that. And, and, I think and Roy Moore has still not conceded. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I, I don't. I don't think I'll ever hear from that guy ever again. Uh, be, I, I, I just don't think we. I, I think we won't hear from him here, but I think we'll see him for those watching Fox News and other broadcasts. He that's his next career. I mean, he's still a young guy. He's not much older than I am, um, so he's still got a long time ahead of him. But uh, he's in a good position. That if he left now, he could still get uh, a job somewhere else, a good paying job. Uh, but I think he he really wants to hit that 20 year mark, and he really wants to try to ride out this presidency because I think he's hoping that if I, I think what happens is if, the, if Trump does win next year, and God forbid that happens, uh, he will be nominated for a position. I, I think so. I, I think he's shown enough loyalty that that uh, Trump would would say, okay, you know, now 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 you can come, and I think Devin would take it for sure. Because we're going to re- we're going to redistrict out here in in uh, California, and that's uh, we don't know what the district will look like uh, in 2022. Well, that's why you need to win. We have to make it so that he doesn't get his 20 years, and that he can get some cushy job somewhere on a network that I'll never watch. Not that it's about <laughs> not that it's about that, but we. I know that everybody. Well, that's what it takes. That's fine. That's trade. fine. I don't care. Yeah. 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 yeah me too. Well, everyone who's listening, let's make this happen. You can go visit Phil's website, www.philorbio.com. Donate, support, get the message out, be loud, be frequent with with your support because that's the only way we're going to do it. It doesn't take, like you said, five points, 12,000 votes. It can happen. And if even though you don't live there, we can absolutely support you and support everything you're doing. And you can also follow... Phil, and find out everything that's going on with the campaign at Phil or Bio 2020. And if you do win, or I'm sorry, when you do win, will you play guitar at your party, at your victory party? I I, I, I think if I have a, a drink or two, yeah, I probably will. <laughs> that needs to happen. Uh, I, did for, I, I, did, I did at my wedding. Uh, I don't remember too much about it, but I did. <laughs> that's fantastic. That needs to happen. That's my only request. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. 
Uh, and yeah, we're going to do this this next year. It is a really, uh, it is a grassroots effort and, uh, it's an investment. Uh, you know, your contributions, the donations are, are an uh, investment here in the central Valley on moving this place forward. This is still a national campaign. Um, we need help from, from wherever and, and however, uh, it's going to take a, a collective group effort, effort once again, um, to get this guy out of office. Um, so I thank you. I thank you for the time. Oh, it's our pleasure. And your audience for listening. And um, we're going really to want to check in with you next year. Yeah, absolutely. Get an for update. Sure. My pleasure. Okay, Th absolutely. Th thanks again, Phil. Thank you, Phil.